Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spirit Sessions with Drew and Shelley. These collaborative real talk sessions with psychic mediums Drew Callie and Shelley Wilson are dedicated to individuals interested in all things spiritual. Topics may include spiritual perspectives, raising individual and collective awareness, elevating our consciousness, spirituality on a day-to-day basis, connections with the spirit world, and personal experiences as a psychic medium and healer. Psychic medium and healer Drew Kelly recognizes that honor, integrity, and compassion are a must when working with spirit. Ultimately, it is his intention to assist people with opening their hearts and minds in order to realize their full potential of healing, learning, loving, and living in the here and now. Drew offers private and group sessions as well as workshops to assist others in enhancing and exploring their own gifts. Drew's website is drewcalley.com and his Facebook page is Psychic Medium Drew Kelly. You can find it at facebook.com forward slash psychic medium Drew Kelly. I am an intuitive medium, Reiki master, and spiritual growth coach and would love to assist you on your spiritual journey. I offer private readings, intuitive coaching, Reiki sessions, and teach workshops. I'm the author of 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, and Journey into Consciousness. My website is ShellyRWilson.com, and you can also find me on Facebook. My page is Shelley Wilson. The URL is Facebook.com forward slash Intuitive Medium Shelley. As before, listeners, we will be sharing conversation, the first portion of the show, and in the latter portion, we will be taking a few callers. The call-in number is 347-308-8250, or you can click on the Skype icon to call in via Skype. So welcome to the show today, and welcome, Drew. Hey, Shelley. How are you? I'm doing great. I will tell you that what you were saying right before we went live, I had to contain my laughter because I was live. So uh, we were talking about um, preparing and making sure the the audio was great. And, um, yes. (laughs) We were live? We were were getting ready to go live. I don't think it got to you, but it could have. You never know in radio. You never know, exactly. Yes. So welcome. I, I, I have to say, listeners, first of all, we're we're feeling joyful today. Today is April first. You know, I don't partake in the April Fool's Day. I'm sure you don't either, Drew. But it is no, you know, no, we're no. we're coming into April. Here we are. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> You're ready to get out of snow, aren't you? Oh, this winter's crazy. You know, I went down to New Jersey and Pennsylvania for an event, and then I had a funeral in New Jersey, and then I had one up in New Hampshire. It was a really crazy couple of weeks. And I got back here, and it was like in some parts of the Northeast, it was, you know, getting up to like the 40s and 50s. Um, and I get back here, and the, the day I got back here after about two weeks, I woke up and it was snowed like two inches. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm done. You're ready for spring. Well, this, is for just, sure. this just happens to be one of the. You know, and everyone I talk to up here, upstate New York, that is, is like, uh, this is like the worst winter we've gotten in a long time. Thank God, because if it was like this every year, I don't know how I could do it. Exactly. Yeah, well, I, mean, I think uh, I think it's going to be a really good summer. You know, I'm happy to be doing an event with you this weekend at Oklahoma City. I've never been out there. Um, yeah. You know, and it's funny for me, like we were talking, I know this is a little bit off subject, but we are talking and um, – you know, I'm, I'm, I've been so busy, February, March, April, and I was, like, telling Shelly, just so the listeners know, like, and other other people, I was like, you know, I'm just not supposed to plan anything in May. I don't know exactly why. And, um, you know, everyone else who I know who's a psychic or a medium, including myself, is trying to figure it out. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's this. Maybe I have to do more work to the house. And basically, you know, it's it, it all worked itself out. I, I ended up having to end my lease at the office I'm at in Saratoga Springs, New York, at the end of April. And, you know, everything that I had planned had completely, you know, disintegrated because the place that I was looking at as a backup to place to rent has been rented. So it's just funny. And it kind of, 
you know, I know we were going to talk about a few things, but it's interesting because whenever I plan something, something else better happens, even if I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, that's where we have to trust because we can get all caught up in what we missed out on, but in reality, you know, I firmly believe if not this, something better. Well, yeah, and even like, you know, and part of what I was telling you before was, you know, I have somebody that comes here and helps out once in a while, and she, I I don't go around telling people I'm a medium. Um, You know, if somebody specifically asks and I'm in a relaxed environment, I'll say that. But it's not because I'm hiding anything. It's because I really don't want to get the 20 questions that come after it. Right. Um, you know, and, and, again, it depends. Like, if I'm, I went to the dentist the other day, and I happen to tell the person, like, you know, this is what I do. And But I'm always a little bit nervous, and I feel like it needs to be a safe environment. So, in short, or, or I need to feel like it's okay for that person to – that person will accept it. And I don't right. know how I get the feeling. I just kind of get the feeling usually. Now, I haven't had a bad experience with it yet. So she was, when I walked in, like, she was kind of a little bit indifferent towards me. And I'm like, you know, we're talking. And I'm like, listen, if you find any, I hadn't told her. And she's been in my house several times doing some professional work. And I was like, you know, look, if you ever find anything like spiritual books, and, you know, these CDs, meditative CDs and things like that, you know, don't get freaked out. And then she cut me off and was like, Drew, it's so weird. She's like, I'm glad you're bringing it up because I was at my sister's house and she was listening to some something on her computer, and I heard your voice. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like I re- and I'm like, what do you mean? It wasn't like clicking. It. And then she, yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, in your house? It wasn't in your house. And she was like, no, 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 you know, her sister was listening to the show. So it was just so funny. So it kind of came out that way. And she's lovely. She's great. But she was still kind of, um, you know, a little bit taken back. Like, you know, she didn't, she didn't want me to... She, I didn't want her to feel that, like, I'm reading into everything she says or, she, right. or, you know, or that she, I can read what she's thinking. And I think, I think we need to talk about that. I think it's important. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, great subject matter to talk about because there is a lot of connotation, a lot of perception around, you know, psychics, mediumships, um, people that, you know, are very fearful of, you know, are we always turned on? Are we always reading people? And, you know, to me, that's not the case. I know that there are some people that, yes, they, to me, they they don't have, um, for lack of a better way of saying it, they don't have integrity. And, you know, they'll tap into people's energy without being invited to, and they'll, you know, provide insight and, you know, read them. And, And I think that that's, first of all, not very good, but, you know, to each their own. Yeah, well, I think I think it puts people off. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, it comes down to basic moral compass and ethics. Mm-hmm. Because, I agree. Because, you know, it ruins it for the people that come from a really good place that help quite a few people, you know. And, and there's nothing more, I mean, even being in workshops and being around a lot of other mediums, there, it got to a point where, you know, I didn't want to hear from my mom again. Right, And I, right. I don't mean that in a way like, you know, I don't want to hear from her, but it's like I really don't want to hear it from you right, right. now while I'm eating. You right, know? exactly. Like, so exactly. I do. I think, I hope that people understand that most professional mediums or most authentic mediums don't need to prove themselves to every person out there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it comes from. I think if someone's maybe a bit immature, whether it's you know virtually or otherwise. And I think there's this big need to prove, and co- I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to sit there either, even with my medium friends, and have them picking my brain on everything or going, you know, this is what, it. That can really get old really quick. And I hope I never do that for anybody. And I have um, very good and very strict boundaries. But I gotta say, since I've been doing this work professionally, where I'll have sessions, and that's where the outlet is for the mediumship. It doesn't seem to just come when I'm walking in the grocery store. Like, if we take Long Island Medium, I think she's fun. I think she's brought mediumship to, you know, a level where it's, it's got some normalcy, similar to what John Edward did. Right. Um, although he was truly groundbreaking along with James Van Prague. But also, people don't realize, like, you know, it's a TV show. There's cameras. If I'm standing in a deli and, and a woman walks in with three cameras, I'm going to be like, what are you doing with the camera in my face? So, obviously... There's liability waivers that need to be signed. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying it's fake. She's definitely a medium. But it's like I think people get really freaked out sometimes, you know. And, and I, I wouldn't want 
and part of the reason I don't tell people, like especially because I'm doing construction on this house that I just moved into, I don't just go and tell everyone. You know, I, first of all, I don't want the pressure of like, you know, is my mom next to me? <laughs> you know, um, and also I don't want people being freaked out. I, I think it's really important that people understand. Like, as for me, as a medium, um, it's important that people just treat me like a human. Uh-huh. And I tell people all the time, like, you know, I don't float. I, I don't have a bat phone to God. I'm not any closer to God than anyone else. Exactly. You know, um, it just so happens that I have this, this connection. And I still am kind of on the fence. I, don't, I think everybody on this planet is psychic, but everybody on this planet can also connect with their own loved ones and get messages and signs in their own way. Um, I don't believe that everyone should be doing this work. I think that's different. I agree. Um, that, that kind of, you know, I, I believe that's up to spirit. Because those people, you can live in the middle of nowhere, and if spirit wants you to work or wants to work with you, people will find, they will find a way to make it work for you. You don't have to move to Manhattan to be a medium, you know. And so I, I, I totally, think it's, yeah. it's important that it's, you know, like you said, the perception out there is that there's so many – People like, and I've seen a few people where their eyes get really big and they they draw their energy back and away from me, like almost like it even happened to me when my family found out. When I told my family, <laughs> I remember, and I'm Italian Irish, I have a big family. I go to my Italian side of the family, I sit down, and my uncle, like <laughs> he was leaning like two feet away from me while we were eating, and it, because he was kind of like, you know, is he picking something up on me? That kind of thing. And I don't want people to feel like that because it shouldn't be like that. You know, and I know there's TV shows out there where people walk up to you on the street, but there should be some sort of level of permission that you have to give in Most order to definitely. be ready. Yeah, exactly. And, and I agree with you completely in, in that regards. You know, and, and as we're saying this, you know, I'm thinking about a few people who feel that it's their duty if they get a message for someone that they needed to convey it to them. But, you know, I firmly believe that unless they're asked, asking you unless they're inviting you into their space that you really don't have the right for lack of a better way of saying it uh, of reading someone yes you may pick up things you know i i'll be out and i'll pick up things energetically on people but there is no way that i'm guided um in most instances to go share with them you know i i may convey something to them or just say hello to them um you know smile at them whatever telepathically give them a message but I do think that it is important, first of all, you know, to recognize the standards um, in regards to that. But also, too, I, I agree with you how important it is that some people just freak out when they find out what you do, who you are. And in the same sense that, you know, on the flip side of that, and I, I'm just feeling that, too, is sometimes people, you know, want to be in your life, be your friend, because they think they, that you're in the know that you've got easy access. You know, I, I've had a few people say, well, can't you give me the lottery numbers? And I'm like, seriously, do you think if we were meant to have them, I would have them? I mean, really. I, I think if, if it's in our sole plan, we would have them, but, but I don't believe that anyone can actually give you that. No, I agree. I think that's kind of a it's such a common remark. It's so funny. I hear so many people say that because, you know, it's like, well, if you're psychic, then you'll tell me, you know, what's going to happen at 2.15 tomorrow, you know, in Taiwan. You know, it's like, I have no idea. (laughs) Right, exactly. And and that makes me reluctant to, like you, use the word psychic because of the the connotation that comes with it. But also, um, I, I just think it's important that people understand, like, if somebody gets angry, I may, I may see them, I may see through that, and and this is in like a normal conversation or like I remember I got into it with these contractors over something, and I remember I didn't feel like they were doing it to me um, or at me. I felt like one of them was just really afraid that I was going to call them out on something and he was going to have to pay for it, so he got angry. So Mm. psychically I can tune into things without, you know, and kind of maybe know the root of where it's coming from in some ways, but it's not like I'm – I know what uh, what color T-shirt he's wearing under the sweatshirt. And I think people have this misconception that we know everything. Right. And I do think that there's a whole wealth of information and knowledge about everybody's energetic imprints. But I also believe that spirits, which to me is all, all that is spirit, spiritual beings, guides, angels, our spirit relatives, in spirit, things like that, 
there's certain boundaries that they have. I don't feel that they'll give us information if we're not supposed to, if we're not looking for it or we're not supposed to have it. Yeah. And I do, I do understand how some people feel like, because there have been a few occasions where I'm around someone and all of a sudden I'll be really aware of a presence or I'll be really aware of a name, but I'm not sure what it has to do with them. And I think sometimes people think that because we know a little bit about something that we know everything about them and people like really get turned off by that. Yes. You know, and I think people need to understand that we only know what we're supposed to know in order to convey the message. Right. I don't always see behind the curtains. I just see what's on stage in order to convey that. Um, you know, and it's interesting. And I thought when I, when I first started doing this, that that's how it would be. And in some instances I will get the feeling and the impression of something um, of a situation or, or something, but it's only because it's going to help them. Uh-huh. Like, you know, when people start talking about, like, you have a dark energy, or, I don't believe in any of that. I've never seen that or witnessed that. Usually we are our own worst enemies. And I think, you know, I, I just, it really hit me today when I was talking to this this woman. Um, <clears throat> and she, as we were talking, she got more and more comfortable because um, I was like, look, I'm a normal guy. And, like, you know, I can curse. I, I mean, I am just a normal person, and I have my moments, too. Um, I, I can't try to pretend to be perfect. And I do feel like there are some people that feel that they have to be this perfect spiritual human being, and their voice changes when they talk to people. Hi, how are you? And everything has to be all graceful. But if you see them and you really talk to them one-on-one outside of that, they're not necessarily like that. Right. And I think, you know, <laughs> I like just being me as a medium because it, I feel like it resonates with people on a more earthly level where people are like, you know, you're just a normal guy. This doesn't freak me out. I love that. <laughs> exactly. I, You know, and, and this moves into the topic of authenticity, of, of just being who we are. Now, of course, you know, we both have a vocabulary um, and include some profanity in it, of course, but we're also conscious of, you know, this is radio, this is archive, not everyone appreciates that word, sure. but it's it's like, you know, very much what you see is who we are, and, you know, what I love, Drew, is, you know, first of all, that we're doing this event in two days in Oklahoma, and, you know, people that listen to us on the show from that area, they're going to have that opportunity to see us in person you know, do our thing, and, and it's going to be a mixture of everything. We're going to bring all the tools that we have in our spiritual tool belt to this event, and, and it will be the first one um, that we have done in person, and, and no doubt I'm sure the people there may have some connotations or even expectations or preconceived notions of how the event will go, and, and we're going to um, explain very much so in the beginning just Open yourself to the possibility that anything is possible because we're we're going with the flow. We're using that inspiration and letting spirit guide us. Absolutely, I, I think it'll be it'll be really great because that's why I love in person. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I love doing phone readings. There's nothing like doing sessions from your house and on the phone. It's it's very relaxed. You know, I could wear sweatpants, kick up. It's and, convenient. And, yes, and, it's know. convenient. Yeah, absolutely. But. <laughs> But it's something, you know, you, you can see through somebody in person. Um, and I think there's a very um, real feel to feeling or a very real experience um, to feeling the presence of something. You may not be able to put your finger on it. Like I did a group of 12 this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman who was like, afterwards, she had such good energy. She had very healing, healing energy. And she was just like, you know, it was weird because I was getting, even though it was like, and part of the reason I'm getting out of my office is because the heat is controlled by the neighbors. So it was like 85 degrees in the office. And yeah, it was brutal. Which is not conducive to doing a a reading, is it? (laughs) Well, and it was just kind of like, you know, so at the end though, she said, she's like, it's weird. I kept getting so cold. And I had, and she's like, I don't, she couldn't put her finger on it, but she kept saying like, I just felt so drawn, like I knew I needed to talk to you after about other other events and things that are going on. And it, that's kind of what it's about, about being in person, because it's not so uh-huh. much that did I get the perfect message. Sometimes it's, I always say this, like the mediumship to me is the neon sign. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's the thing that can draw you in and go, hmm. It's not, I don't feel, I know a lot of mediums say that, like, you know, I my purpose is to prove the continuity of life after death. For me, it's, I kind of, surrender to 
I will give what I get and hope that you it gives you some sort of semblance or it gives you some sort of inspiration to look further than what is physical. Because not everybody's going to walk out of there. Even if I give the best information and I had a really, really outstanding night, there's still going to be people that are not at that place where they're going, oh, yeah, totally, I totally believe in this. It's just yeah. not like that, you know. Um, and I think <clears throat> it's important for us, for me as a medium, I'll speak for me as a medium, to respect that. Right. And, and I don't want to go around, I don't want to make it my job to go around convincing people that, you know, I don't want to preach to people. I, I really feel that, you know, there's a saying, it'll, um, it's it's about attraction, not promotion, you know. And I think you can gauge that by how someone is in person, how they live their life, how authentic are they, how honest are they. And I, I think um, there's a lot of people out there that are scared to be vulnerable or scared to have a bad day as a medium or a psychic. And instead, they prove them, they try to prove themselves right so much that it, it, you know, it just leaves them, it puts them in a corner that they can't get out of. Yes, I, I, you know, completely agree. And, you know, as you're talking here, I'm getting chills all over, and I like to acknowledge that, you know, spirit gives me chills when it's truth, when it's, um, you know, something to pay attention to. And I think that, you know, part of this, as you mentioned, is that some people some mediums feel like their purpose, you know, is to prove life after death existence. And when I say death, I mean physical form because life does continue, just not with the physical body. And the thing is, you know, for me is, you know, my mission for doing mediumship is to provide that healing, to let people know that their loved ones are around them. But to me, it's sometimes having that closure for those things that didn't get to be said. And, you know, as you sure. indicated, you did a event on Sunday. I did a one on Saturday and had people, and people came to me afterwards, you know, and talked and connect, and, and I do love that setting. And, you know, with that being said, Drew, I know you have this workshop coming up in just a couple of weeks that you're going to be actually, um, it's a psychic awareness workshop. Isn't that correct? Yes, yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so tell us more um, yeah, about that. I, um, well, basically, you know, I started doing, when I, excuse me, when I first started doing this, there were a few people that I sat with. And sat, meaning meditated with. And I'm still friends with those people to, to this day. And they were so supportive. And it gave me an environment to kind of continue to practice or continue to just experience what was going on. And, uh, and of course, going to England to Arthur Finley College. I mean, it was just really, really incredible, incredible workshops all day, pretty much 24-7 for seven days at a time. Um, really, it was probably, they, they say that it's eight months to a year's worth of information and experience in a week. Wow, wow. What, what I started doing was originally I was doing this meditation group, and then we started kind of playing with messages. And the thing for me was I didn't want to put anyone on the spot because there's a couple people that are very close to me that it's, and including myself, like I wouldn't want somebody to go, okay, go, your turn, because there's a lot of pressure in that. And it can uh-huh. really turn people off. And I feel like it, it is an unfolding. It is a flower blossoming. It's not something that can be rushed. Um, and I, I guess the reason I'm saying this is because I feel like my workshops are really from the heart. I don't sit down and go, okay, here's level one, here's level two, and here's level three. Once you get to level three, this is what you can do, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, maybe that works for some people, but I don't believe that giving someone a certificate is going to truly assign them the title of medium or psychic. Right, right. But with this workshop, if you're in the Rockland County, New York area or Bergen County, New Jersey, it's right in the North Jersey district, Pearl River Hilton, um, right by the Tappan Zee Bridge. Um, I do this, these workshops, and normally I do them for about a day. I had a pretty good turnout the last couple of times we did them. But these, what they started as kind of like in my house circle is what we call them, um, and practice sessions started turning into, you know, weekend workshops. And now because I'm up here, I'm doing them at this hotel. It's such a cool environment. People come in and I would really love people to look at that on my website, com. And if you're interested in going, it's $125 for two days from 10 to three. And the reason I do it in two days is this way you can really apply what you learn. And all I do and all I feel I do and all I feel I'm supposed to do is create a space for people to play in and to people Mm. to practice. It's not about saying, if you get an apple, this is exactly what it means for you because you Mm -hmm. have to figure out what 
Spirit's giving you, what, how it works for you. And we kind of touch on meditation. We touch on hands-on healing, a bit of Reiki and spiritual healing, which is very similar, um, and, and kind of go over the aspects. And what somebody's drawn to um, tends to be what they're good at. So some people are drawn more to the healing. So what I do is give them an overview of intuition and psychic kind of abilities, the hearing, seeing, and feeling. And we do things like we'll sit with a blindfold or we'll work with colors and chakras at first and just kind of you, you let your body be the tuning fork. You know, where do you feel in your, you know, when, you, when you're next to me, what, what do you feel about your physical body that maybe needs to be conveyed for me, to me? Um, you know, things like that, like small things. And then we move on. And, you know, it's just such a really cool experience. If somebody wants to try to have four spots left, um, and I don't have any others planned right now because I'm, you know, moving my office and all this stuff. But uh, I appreciate you being able to bring that up on the oh, show. Oh, absolutely. Well, I have to say, first of all, $125 for two days is very reasonable, especially absolutely. when we look at the price of what we charge for a one-hour reading or, a, you know, half-an-hour reading. And because this group is very small, you know, a lot of teachers like to pack them in, but you're keeping this as a smaller, intimate group. And, you know, what I pick up, too, obviously, is because you read the collective energy of the group, and and rather than planning, you know, you do have some structure because you have some topics you want to cover. But for the most part, you and I are very much the same as far as just go in, feel the energy, proceed from there. And, you know, to me, I, I think that, from my perception, is a better way of teaching because you're not so caught up in, well, this is what I have planned and this is what I have to do and we've got to make sure we cover this. You can be um, more inspired and follow what spirit wants to guide you and work with. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it was really well said. And I think the big thing is is that I feel much more like I'm sharing rather mm-hmm. than teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's important that you have somebody – um, and I've been to a lot of different workshops with a lot of well-known tutors and teachers and things like that. And what always works for me is it's not always just about what that person is saying to me because people will come in with these big notebooks and they'll write all this stuff down. The, issue, the, the thing is you need to be able to apply it. You need to be able to practice it. You need, you need to be able to have a, a recipient across from you who's really supportive. So, right. you know, you're not going to – you don't want to practice on people where you're going to feel like you can't give everything you're getting because, you know, some of these people you may never see again. So there's right. no pressure, and everybody's really, really supportive, and we have laughs. And the cool thing is is that, you know, you always get some sort of message from certain people that you really need it. So you kind of get these mini readings throughout, and you get to really play. Um, and I do feel like, you know, there is a, a flow rather than a structure for me, but I do feel like, um, you know, I, I used to try to pitch it where I'd say, okay, we're going to do mediumship or this or that. Now I kind of mix it in, and like you said, I feel the energy because sometimes I get people and I really feel like, okay, we need to connect with spirit. And then other times it's like, you know, we need to really stick with the intuitive stuff. Um, and I find that people love it. I mean, people uh-huh. really, really I'm love sure. it. And, and it I'm makes sure. me love it, and it makes me fall in love with that process all over again. Well, when you're passionate about what you do and you're passionate about connecting with spirit, working with spirit, and and recognizing that you recognize that people can connect with spirit themselves, they can heighten those innate gifts that everyone has. It's just a matter of of if they choose to develop develop them or not. But I I think that's wonderful. And, And listeners, I want to just give you the date so you can be thinking about that, April 18th and 19th, and that is in Pearl River, New York. The information is on Drew's website, drewcalley.com. You can click on the events tab to learn more, but you have to pre-register because he does have a limited amount of people. It will be held, as I said, in Pearl River, New York, so it is important to get in contact with him in advance, uh, Saturday and Sunday. It's 10 to 3 both days, and it's $125 a person. Once again, a very reasonable amount. The email is info at drewcalley.com. And his business number, I'm going to go ahead and give that, Drew, because it's listed on your website, but it's 917-697-6164. The easiest way, though, to get in contact with him is just send an email or go ahead and just click and register via PayPal, and that will ensure your spot, and then he'll send you more information after that. I want to go ahead and mention, since I have your your page pulled up, that you're going to be joining Luann and Kim on their show, Soul Sense, and that's April 12th from 6.30 to 8. So I know you're really excited about joining them, those ladies. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I've known Kim for a couple of years now, and uh, we... 
trained together. She's just an excellent medium, um, one of the best I know. And she she moved to Leland, North Carolina, outside of Wilmington, and uh, and we stay in touch probably more now because we don't see each other. And um, her and her friend Luann, they do a great job. You know, they 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 do. They kind of, I, I don't know that they have some sort of preconceived topic, but they, they just do a really, really good job, uh, and it's specifically um, messages from spirit. So I'm really honored to be able to get on there, um, you know, with them for, for 90 minutes. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and it's on yeah. Sunday night, uh, April 12th, Yes, and once again, that information and that link can be found on DrewCali.com. While we're talking about events, I'm just going to mention a quick one for myself. And actually, I'm going to mention two because one, I'm really um, astounded yet excited yet everything's falling into place. But I have been asked to speak at the Ozark Mountain Publishing Transformation Conference. And Congrats. Thank you. And I'm really excited. This is Dolores Cannon. So a lot of people are familiar with Dolores and her work with the hypnotherapy and she's written a ton of books. This upcoming weekend is actually the UFO conference that they produce in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. But the Transformation Conference is in July, and those dates are July 17th through 19th. And I'll be speaking, I'll be teaching a workshop, I'll be doing readings. But the, the reason for my excitement is I attended this this conference for five years and I actually wrote about it. It's chapter 15 in my book, Journey into Consciousness, Transforming at the Transformation Conference. And now it's come full circle and I'm going to be a speaker there. So I'm really excited about that and you can find that on my website, ShellyRWilson.com. As I said before, Drew and I are going to be in Oklahoma City this weekend. We're doing an event at Sloan Installation Gallery at SIG for short. We're doing a meet and greet tour gallery, book signing, CD signing, from 5 to 7, which is free, and then from 7 to 10, and we do have limited seating for that event, but it is $30 a person. We're doing a group event, and as I said, we'll see what comes through and what happens, how it evolves, but Saturday and Sunday, we're going to be working the Spirit Fair in Oklahoma City, and so Saturday's hours are 12 to 7, Sunday's 12 to 6. The website is spiritfair.com. We're doing short readings, and Drew and I are going to be lecturing, presenting, doing messages from spirit as well as whatever comes through on Saturday at 2.30 p.m. That next weekend, I'm going to be in Omaha, Nebraska at an expo, and I'm speaking 11 at 11 a.m. on Saturday the 11th and at 3 p.m. on Sunday the 12th. So Saturday I'm doing Messages from Spirit. Sunday I'm doing Practical Tools for Your Spiritual Journey. Omaha is a great place, lots of uh, wonderful people. This is a huge expo, a health, health wellness, fitness expo. There, so there's a bike run, bicycle um, run, and a, a run itself, and lots of the things going on. But I'll be doing private sessions there as well. So, Drew, we're both busy. Both of us, information can be found on our website. We have another show coming up the 15th, and next week I'm going to have Tom Zuba join me, and he's going to talk about his book, Permission to Mourn, A New Way to Do Grief. So looking forward to that. But I know we still have a lot to talk about. We're going to, I'm going to put the call out. We're going to take a few callers here in just a bit. The call-in number is 347-308-8250, or you can click on the telephone icon to call in via Skype, and be sure and press 1 if you want to talk. Otherwise, I'm going to pass right over you because your, name won't, be, or your um, name won't be highlighted. So, Drew, anything else you want to share as we move into the next phase? No, just um, phase? You know, circling, circling back to what we were saying before about being authentic. I think that listeners should know that, you know, it's important that you understand that from a mediumistic standpoint, sometimes someone will come through and sometimes that specific person doesn't, but they're okay if they don't. Uh Because I do get people that get very upset if that that particular person, especially if it's a recent loss, um, people tend to get very emotional about it. Um, or upset because that person's like, you know, they're they're worried that that person's not okay. And I just assure you that regardless of who comes through, they're always more concerned with you. You know, right. always, they just want to let you know that they're okay. But that's really it. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. And, you know, the thing that I believe, uh, first and foremost, is spirit is going to provide you with the greatest need whether that is mediumship or psychically reading, whatever you need to hear at this time, that is what's going to come through for you. And whether that's a loved one on the other side 
or, as I said, just a psychic message. And, and to differentiate, once again, some people may not be aware of what distinguishes the two, but the psychic reading, we read your energy, provides you insight to what is happening, past occurrences, future occurrences, although I can recognize that we are not fortune tellers. You're creating your reality, and life is changing with every moment, so there's nothing set in stone. And reading mediumistically is connecting to those that have passed on the other side. So it's a different vibration, still working with the psychic senses. But it's important to recognize, too, the different aspects of what those two types of readings are. Absolutely. I think it's really, really important because I will get people that will sign up for a psychic reading and they'll come in and say, so I want to connect with my mom. Uh-huh. You know, um, and I think it's it's important that people understand that. And also, I, I like that you said that about fortune telling, because I will get people like, okay, well, what's going to happen with where I'm at now? You uh-huh. know, and when someone asks me something like that, sometimes I get stuff and sometimes I don't. You know, I consider myself a medium first. The only reason that I'm a psychic is in order to be a medium, you have to be a psychic. They use our psychic faculties. Right. Um, and and for, if I'm uncomfortable with something, don't take it personally. I will tell you that I'm either not comfortable answering that or I'm not getting anything. Um, it's, it doesn't mean that anything's wrong. And I don't get any information that's bad. I just tend to – I only ask for the highest need, and I ask for information that is for your highest good, and that's in accordance with the free will of all. Um, And I I do think that's really important that you you show that, you know, you describe the separation or the difference. Um, I I, I don't think that one is better than the other, uh, but there is a difference in the energy when reading, whereas when a spirit communicator or somebody's relative comes close to me, there's a a quickening of the energy that I, I can't really express in words, but it's like a quick, quick vibration and you feel like an energetic imprint next to you, where psychically, for me personally, I feel like words are dropped in front of me or around them over their head. And sometimes the communicator will come, dad will come close, and then all of a sudden I start getting psychic information about that person. So they just kind of come close because the need is you need to hear something. So I I do think it's important to understand the difference. Yeah, I agree. I had a person um, schedule a psychic reading, and and I read her energy, and then I moved into the segue of what, you know, your question. She said, well, I want to connect with my loved ones. And I said, okay. I said, well, you paid for a psychic reading. Oh, well, I didn't know the difference. And so I, you know, quickly explained it to her, and I said, "I, I just need a moment here because... You know, it is a different energy, a different vibration. I'm tapped into your energy, and and now I need to tap into the other side. So I, you know, paused for a moment, breathed, connected, and, you know, brought through loved ones. And then she, in turn, wanted to see if others were available in addition to who came through. And I said, you know, I'll just see what what I can get. So, you know, I, I think, once again, it is just important for people to be aware of, how we receive the information. I think we can reiterate that. And, you know, for me personally, it is thoughts, feelings, impressions, memories, sensations. I'm very empathic, so I pick up things on my physical body. And in the same sense, things will just come into my awareness. I'll hear words, see things within my mind, and then I convey it. And sometimes totally makes sense. Sometimes it's a very literal message, but sometimes what I'm telling them is symbolic. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think... um... It's funny, you know, it makes me think, like, before I did this work, I don't know, you know, it makes me curious, like, are people really interested in how it works, or do they just want what they want? Yeah, and I guess well, I there's probably a healthy mix of both. <laughs> both. Yeah, well, I but think that's But it is funny, of... because, like, if I was coming for a reading, I don't know that I'd want you to explain all this explain stuff, it. that it would matter, because, <laughs> yeah, I would be so I just want the information. Like, no, this is what I want to get. You're giving me this, dude. You know? Yeah, well, I think part of why we do what we do and how we do it is because our purpose is to educate, okay? And and I think that because both of us have a, a great teaching style that we have the patience to take the time to explain to people how it works. So I, I think that that helps the collective consciousness as a whole. It brings to their awareness that, you know, what they see on TV is not really how it works. Sure. Yeah. No, I do. Th- I mean, I think it's a good thing. I mean, it's just funny. It's like I'm, I think that if I'm listening, uh, I, you know, I just I can see I can feel like the intensity of people like we're gonna have to watch. Like, come on, let's go. I need my reading. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. Okay. But, but with yeah, that being said, Drew, I bet the callers want us to take a couple callers now since we're in the latter latter portion sure. of the show. So are you ready to take a couple callers? 
as ready as I'm going to be. Okay, ready as you're going to be. Well, I'm going to put a 405 area code on the line first. Hello? Hello? Hi, can I get your name? Hi, it's Angie. Hi, Angie. And so what's your question today? Well, I don't really have a specific one. I've enjoyed the radio show, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys Friday night. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to just see what comes through? Absolutely. That's the way I kind of like to live my life, just, you know, let it happen. Okay. Nice. Shelly, do you want to go first or do you want me to? I'll let you go first. Okay. Angie, is your mom in spirit? Yes, she is. Yeah, I I, I, got, I just have to talk about your mom. Um, okay. Now, was she always, this is weird, I'm getting, like, let me just explain a little bit. When I hear something, sometimes I don't get every word. And the first thing that I was getting was, I, I need to talk, Did she always? was she always concerned about the weather? Um, you can say no. Well, I have no problem with you saying no. But it's the word I keep getting is weathered or, like, I need to talk about the weather. I don't, well, we did have bad weather last night. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, but that that wouldn't. And, well, she always gave my dad a hard time about you know typical Oki. We have tornado sirens going off, and Dad's outside watching the skies. That's so what I'm had a hard up, time so with I, that. I think, yeah. <laughs> Did you have something, Cheryl? No, that's what I'm feeling. It it is because we're at this time of year, Drew, where the weather's tumultuous. So I, yeah. I think that's just a hint from her mom about pay attention that's to the a weather. Word. Angie, do you understand why your mom would be showing me the lower portions of her legs? Um, yes. Yes, okay. I believe so. Because I feel like I want to pull – it's almost like what I'm seeing, and I'm just going to tell you what I'm seeing is symbolic. Um, it's okay. like, almost like she's showing me from like below her knee down, and it must be significant for you. And I keep seeing like almost bandages or socks pulled over it. Uh-huh. Do you understand yep, that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, okay. I do. <clears throat> now, did she smoke? Yeah, for the longest time, yes, and then she quit. Yeah, I, I just I need to talk about smoking. I need you to know that she's here. Now, who has the cats? Do you have two cats? Uh, have, yes, uh-huh. Okay. So she's just letting me know, like, what she, you know, what's around you. Is one of them, like, orange? One used to be, yes. I don't know if that's just how I'm yes. it, but I'm seeing, what's that? We had one that was, yes. That is okay. no longer so it's in with spirit. Us. Yeah, it's in so spirit that, with okay. her. So that must be it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. Now, did Dad smoke a pipe, or is it her dad? I don't know. It's her dad. Did I didn't know him very well. I know my dad would occasionally, you know, many, many, many years ago. But Dad was a smoker too, as far as his lucky strikes, and he hasn't smoked for years either. I so want to go to the still here? I feel much more like this oh, yes. be either mom's dad or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just need you to know that she's around you, and I feel like I almost want to dance again, like my legs are okay is kind of what she's saying. That's nice to know. Um, That's <clears> nice to know. Yeah, she had a lot of swelling, a lot of issues with her legs. And I, I need you nerve. to know that I, I just feel like in some ways, and, and this might be a little personal. Is it okay to get a little personal or no? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Do you understand why she would she wants you to know that you did not let her down? Yep. Okay. So you need to know, like, there is no disappointment on that end at all. Okay. There's a lot of a lot of lot of love coming through here, and I just I need to let you know that I feel like now. Were you close with her mom too, like her your grandma? When I was younger, yes, um, but gosh, I was 13 when she passed also, so, you know, they've been not here with I, me for a long time. It must be just her way of letting me know that, like, the family is together over there, and it's just yeah, really important that, that. You, that you are, to her, it's like, you know, just know that from here up, it's not going to be such an uphill battle. Do you understand that? Absolutely, yeah. That it's kind of, I don't want to say like it's a landslide going downhill, but it's like the hard part's over, and if you don't start enjoying it now, you're always going to be looking for the next hard part. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, lighten up on yourself, maybe laugh a little bit, because I've got to tell you, I feel like, and I get this a lot from those in spirit, I feel like you need to know when you're happy, she's happy. When you're not, she's there right at your side trying to just get you, snap you out of it. 
good, and it's kind of ironic because we didn't have much of a relationship, you know, the past few last few years of her life. And uh, matter of fact, when she became ill, we all lived in the same town. And when she became ill, I didn't go see her. She was diagnosed with lung cancer and then gone within ten days, and I did not go see her. I did not go to her funeral. You know, I'd had fifteen years to grieve the loss of my mom, you know, so to speak. And I don't I got have any regrets over. about that. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I don't have yeah. any regrets about that yeah. whatsoever. You know, I always left it open that if I need to be doing something different, you better hit me on the top of the head with it because mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it. You know, I mean, I feel that I did everything that I could um, without being unhealthy anymore. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and so I don't have any regrets, honestly, about, about doing that. But that was a very important uh, yeah. because we hardly spoke. I mean, it was it was very it was not very nice. I mean, there wasn't a lot of of bad words or anything like that said, but I just did not have anything to do, and I still don't have anything to do with my family, and we all live right here. It's what I needed to do, you know, for myself. Now, do you understand the name, do you understand the name Sarah? Sarah? Yes. I have a cousin, Sarah, yes. Okay, is that your Uh, mom's sister's daughter? It is. Her birthday is the same day as mine. Got it. Okay. Um, and also, I need to bring up, you know, Florida or Boca Raton. Are you going there, or did you just come from there? Hmm, not that I'm aware of. I mean, so I know I have not been go? there. <laughs> maybe that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I just keep getting this spring break feeling of, like, but I want to go to, like, Boca. So I've never been, yeah, you know, but I, I, don't know, I don't know why I'm getting that. That's interesting. I kind of feel like I don't know if it has to do with like. Sarah, or I, I don't know, but I need, okay. it, it came very, very right, clear. I didn't it. know where to place it. Okay, cool. I'll remember it. Well, Angie, thank you so much for calling in today, and we look Absolutely. forward to seeing you, you Friday guys. night. Yeah, you guys enjoy the rest of the show, and I'll, I'll see you. you then. Okay, you. bye-bye. Perfect. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Well, let's take one more caller, and they're calling from a 443 area code. Hello. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Um, I would like to know what's coming up on my spiritual journey. Okay. Well, did you join us last week when I had Justin on? Um, I don't remember. Okay. Well, I had a Kathy last week, so I was just wondering if there was synchronicity or if it was the same Kathy. So I thought I would just ask. Yeah, Kathy, Mm -hmm. what I'm picking up first is I'm just picking lots of energy moving there in your heart chakra. So I feel how important it is for you to really open that heart energy center up, anything that you've been carrying with you, anything that's heavy. It's time for you to release this. You know, today's April 1st. We were talking about that at the beginning of the show. We had a couple Fridays ago, we had the spring equinox. We I know that this Saturday is going to be a, par- a very powerful time with having the full lunar eclipse. And so I feel like this would be a really great time for you to let go of anything that doesn't serve you anymore, anything energetically speaking, anything that's heavy. It's time to go ahead and release that. And what I feel, it's going to open doors for you because I'm just seeing all these doors opening. And I literally feel like that's going to open your spiritual path in regards to, you know, letting go of the old, making way for the new so that things just feel lighter and feel brighter for you. Okay. Okay. Drew, you want to add to that? Sure. Um, Hey, Kathy, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, You know, the thing also, I think Shelly put it really well, I think there's a piece of me that wants to tell you that the spiritual journey is always an inside job. So if you're looking for, I just feel like you need to be careful not to make it, it's not something that you can externalize. It's not something that you can find in a book or find, you know, there's, because there, I feel like you're very drawn to this spiritual journey, but I feel like I just want to kind of tell you to like really keep it, Keep it in. Like, I don't know, this isn't coming out right. <laughs> so let me just back up a I know, second. I, I, what I, I feel like with this is that it's really important that you accept your version of the truth, that if you read a book, that doesn't make it the truth. Because I feel like in some ways the exploration is leading you to so many answers that it kind of almost can get confusing. Is that correct? That's right. I mean, I do, I, I do read different books, and it's like I always want to look for different kind of knowledge, but I know you have to go within. 
And that's what I'm saying is that, like, it's kind of like I feel like it's got to start with prayer and meditation. And I say this to everybody. Um, it's got to start with prayer and meditation and you getting to know you. And, and that um, energy that comes from within, you're, all of a sudden your life starts changing because it's not like you can't – I think there's a misconception out there where people think that I'm going to go on – you know, I, the want is there for the spirituality and people think that if I do this or if I, you know, or if I meditate every day, all of a sudden I become changed overnight. It's a process that we become changed through. Let me ask you, is November your birthday? Uh, December is. Okay. I just keep seeing November. I don't know why that's significant. Um, if it's the November coming up, I really don't. I don't do a lot of future kind of stuff. Um well, I have a brother and a sister. Do you okay? But let me ask you: this. instead of November, do you understand the eleventh? Um, that's Veterans Day. No. He means oh, the eleventh. My... I think say? he means the eleventh right? here, as uh, in just the number eleven. Oh, just the could be any 11. date of you know of any month, just. It could be 11 can mean November or it can mean the number 11. Yeah, the 11th of any month. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is the 11th of a month very significant for you? Just say no. Yeah, but I see I okay. see 111 all the time. Okay, maybe that's it. I don't know why because I'm get, I was getting no NOV like November, but then I was seeing a big one and one. But, again, I'm not sure where to place it, how to place it. I, I just, you know, as it's said quite often, like, you know, I'm just giving you the mail. I'm trying not to read it. <laughs> Um, I, I right. think it's just really important that you are, when you're drawn to certain books, you must love angels. Is that correct? I love angels. Yeah. Okay. Because I talk to I them just, all the time. What's that? I talk to them all the time. Okay. I, I just feel like, you know, the, the, the journey, there's everything that you need, you have in order to experience this spirit, that is that which is spiritual. And I feel like you just have to be patient because I feel like you're getting some of these signs and these symbols, but I feel like you're like, but I'm looking for it over here, you know? And sometimes it's those simple things that come up that are really the key to open that, that next door because there's always a next door. And I think it's just important mm-hmm. that you really kind of simplify things when it comes to this. And I, I got to say, the one book that I would recommend is Seth Speaks, by Jane Roberts. I just feel like it would give you a very more of a profound or more of a well-rounded understanding of some of the New Age stuff. Okay. Um, and I just, I just, I almost want to say to you, like, you know, I just keep seeing a hand reaching out when it's like I want to put my hand over my heart, and that's kind of what Shelley alluded to is that, you know, it's like you are starting to open up. I think you just have to trust in the process and kind of bring it back home, keep it simple, and keep it authentic and real for yourself. And just keep it simple. Okay. Beautiful. Well, Kathy, thank you for calling in. Do do you go for Reiki healing already or angel healing? I do Reiki. I do Reiki, but I haven't been been really practicing it as a business. I I just feel like that is the perfect platform for you. And you might want to look into uh-huh. IET, which is integrated okay. energy therapy that has to do with, like, angels. Because I just feel like you really love that kind of vibe and that energy, and I think you should go with that and go with it um, and trust that inner knowledge. Because I feel like you're listening, but some of it you're kind of you're, you're ignoring. And I think you have to really trust what you're getting is my point. Okay. Okay. Well, Kathy, well, thank you for great joining us today. Thank you. Have thank a great you. day. Thanks, Angie. Okay. Well, Drew, we just have a few minutes left. So how do we want to close out this time today? Uh, do we want to take one more? Is there someone that maybe is looking for communication? Well, we only have five minutes. So oh, it would okay. probably be wow. best to go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. That's how fast our time goes. I would just say, you know, one of the things is like, the difference what we just did was the first one for medium. Angie was mm-hmm. was mediumship, and for the second one it was more psychic. And yes. I, I want to say that when people ask me about their own spirituality, because to me this is like 90% of what I feel like I want to do or what I want to put out there. What I do what I do so that people like Kathy have the opportunity to 
look inward with other people that are looking inward. And it's very, very important that you surround yourself with people that are as open-minded and open-hearted as you. But not to say, you know, that I'm trying to be careful with my words and it's not working. But basically, I think you can't believe everything out there. Right. Um, I think you have to kind of, you know, you have to really go with what resonates. There's too many people out there that will read someone else's book and they regurgitate that as their own truth and there's no other truth. If right. your perception or perspective on spiritual well-being is not evolving and changing and growing as you move along and things that resonated with you a year ago may not resonate now, if you're not accepting that and looking at that, then I think there's, you're kind of like off track. I think it's important that things evolve and grow because things that I, I believed in a year or two ago or thought were like this, I'm much more open to other perspectives now. And there's other things where, you know, it's like, when I experience something and someone told me, no, it doesn't work like that, but for me it does, I have to trust in me. So it's really important to kind of get the knowledge base of the reading and going to lectures and being in the energy of other people that are also seeking. Because remember, if you're, you know, whatever you seek also seeks you. But, right. you, have, you know, I think that a lot of people, when they do find it, they're already moving on to the next thing instead of embracing, like, hmm, I have what I need. And I think we all do. I just think that there's this constant just rush of information in today's age with social media, with books, with all these different perceptions. It can get really confusing. If you just keep it simple and keep it real, you'll be much happier. I agree, and that's a great way to put it because the thing is, is this is your journey into consciousness, your human life adventure, and that what resonates with one person or what works for one person may not resonate or work for you. And so that's where you tap in and tune in, practicing discernment, and see what truly resonates with you. And, you know, we all have the tools within us. We all have that ability to connect to our higher self, our angels, our guides, our loved ones on the other side. And I think that the more that people can trust that information that they're getting for themselves and even heighten that awareness development, even in the class that you're offering in just a couple weeks, as I said, in, in New York, I think that that would be a great opportunity for people to, to connect with that energy so that they can know that it's available to them. Absolutely, and I would love to be doing some up here in Saratoga Springs, and you and I could do a workshop that we could really kind of do different perspectives on the same things, and we could do a lot of really, really cool stuff. So I really look forward to that kind yeah. of workshop yeah. environment. Yeah, and, you know, that's the thing, too, is because, you know, as I said before, we both have that same mindset, that same approach where let me help you. Let me help you to discover what you have for yourself, you know, because, we both realized that we weren't always awake. And when I use the word awake, that's spiritually speaking. So, you know, it, it would have been nice to have people along the journey who are as helpful as we are, for lack of a better way of saying it. And, you know, the thing is, is perhaps that's, you know, wasn't in our life plan. We weren't supposed to happen. And in the same sense, perhaps, you know, recognizing, too, that every experience we had made us who we are, so that helps us to be that better healer, reader, teacher to others. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when when I'm not trying to follow any right or wrong way and I'm just kind of in it and I'm just coming from like a place, you know, within the heart space, whatever you want to call it, that inner spiritual or higher self, um, that's when I feel like it's more captivating because I can recognize that in other people. When I see really good speakers, really good teachers, um, the, the inspiration that I get from them and the connections that I make with other people around me to have these continued conversations, that's what's really been the foundation other than prayer and meditation for my spiritual growth. And I think it's important that people kind of, you know, it's like you really got to feel it. You got to feel it. it. It's not something that you can intellectualize. Well, Drew, it's time to close out the show once again. And listeners, Jelly, sure thank you so much for welcome. having us on again. It's wonderful. Yes, yeah, it's, it's um, amazing because we never seem to run out of something to have a conversation about. And in the same sense, our purpose for doing this, as we said, these real talk sessions, you know, we're just going to go there. We're going to talk about whatever comes into our awareness, things that we've experienced in life or recent days or whatever. And, you know, just to recap everything that we talked about, we were talking about how important it is to be aware and conscious of, you know, 
how this really works, who we are, what's going on, you know, ask questions, how important it is also to just be you. You know, that has nothing to do with being psychic or medium, just be you. And the more that you step in that power, the more you're going to be amazed because that authenticity truly offers you that peace in your life. Absolutely. Yes. Well, listeners, once again, thank you for joining us today. The next Spirit Sessions with Drew and Shelley will be live and in person Friday, April the 3rd in Oklahoma City. Otherwise, you can find us on Blog Talk Radio on April the 15th. And once again, visit DrewCalley.com or ShelleyRWilson.com, our respective pages on Facebook. Drew's is Psychic Medium Drew Callie. You can find it at facebook.com forward slash psychic medium Drew Callie. My page is Shelley Wilson, and the URL is facebook.com forward slash intuitive medium Shelley. So, listeners, thank you for joining us today. This concludes today's segment. Until next time, remember this is your time. Drew and I encourage you to live an authentic life, be the best you can be, and love yourself in the process. Much love and many blessings to each of you.